0: More social media alternatives and some of the challenges associated with them. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, the Mac Voices Live panel talks more Mastodon, as well as micro.blog and some other lesser-known alternatives, and why you might want to consider them if you decide to leave Twitter. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Um, Hey, we're talking a lot about Mastodon. Um, I'm going to throw an article, though, in um, in both chat rooms um, from Apple World today. Um, They were talking about you know, people going to other services. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the numbers aren't there, but uh, Dennis Sellers has an article saying that Mastodon has seen a 283.14% increase in the last 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, something called Blue Sky, which actually Jack Dorsey is supposed to be launching in the coming months, has seen an increase of 207.14% <clears throat> increase. Uh, well, in Blue the Sky
1: is still announced where at this point? Right.
0: And and there but there's over there are over thirty thousand on the wait list.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, something called Counter Social is a hundred and fifty nine point oh six percent increase. Um, uh, they say the platform promises no trolls. We'll see. Um, Tribal has a four hundred percent increase, mm-hmm. and CoHost one hundred forty six point ninety one percent increase. Mm-hmm. So I mean, those are some other options out there. What I think is interesting, though, is that people are, people are clearly, they they want a social network of some kind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so are, just like Jeff, I mean, Jeff signed up for Mastodon, but he didn't leave Twitter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm still fascinated by the fact that people don't curate their Twitter feeds a little bit better so that you don't see all this junk, whether it's by using lists or subscribing to people you know. Or subscribing to quote unquote trusted news sources or sources of information that present quality material and not junk and and sort of take back twitter from what the the popular version of it is um and i, I, I can't I'm, chuck i can't because i don't I see the crap why can't you
1: because things that are sent to me directly things that are sent to me like if somebody uses at and my name um people who don't know better and don't understand that if you put an at in front of the word verso, if you are trying to quote a Bible verse in another language, for example, means that I get a lot of mentions of me that are not me in any way. And so, um, and that's before you get to direct messages because A, my Twitter username is five characters because I joined 15 years ago and B, um, it's a thing a lot of people apparently want because it's the it's their name for the thing that they do and they are entitled to it and not me. And so I get lots of messages like that all the time. So it doesn't have, so my Twitter experience generally can be not great and it's through no fault of my own. I don't follow trolls. I don't follow trash posters. I don't follow sources of disinformation. I'm very selective about those things and still sometimes my twitter experience is not a lot of fun and <clears throat> and that's okay. why and i know only part of it is is intentional but um or i know i know part of it is unintentional but part of it is not and that's part of what it is and anytime i report people who are threatening me and specific threats like you know when i report those things I have gotten replies all the way from crickets to what are you going to do to, they probably don't mean it. So, but you know, that, that doesn't make it any less concerning that that's the kind of things that people are sending me and I don't want them to, and I didn't ask for it. And I didn't do anything to this person that should prompt them to have this kind of reaction to me on the internet. And yet here we are. So Sometimes Twitter is not fun for those reasons. And it's a very frustrating thing to be a person who says my... And I'm not even getting it anywhere near as bad as the people who get it on a terrible, terrible level. Like I've seen some of that. And the reason you can tell is because people who you, who take a screenshot of the stuff that they get direct messaged and post it on the public timeline get suspended for the stuff that's in those tweets. and. All they're doing is quoting what the person said to them. And that that is backwards. It is wrong. And there aren't enough people at Twitter to help make it go away. And there are not enough fundamental things baked into the DNA of Twitter to help make that stuff harder. You're never going to be able to eliminate it because as long as you let people on your platform, some of those people are going to have what we will call less than honorable intentions. And those people are always going to be able to get an account. And so you will never be able to 100% eliminate it. But you can make it harder. You can make it enough of a hassle that people will move on to easier targets. And Twitter, time and time again, when presented with it, even before the current guy was the current guy, time after time after time, when Twitter was given the opportunity to do something different and make something better for people who are being harassed and threatened and abused and marginalized on their platform, what are you going to do? every time
0: oh yeah i i hear what you're saying okay and and because i get some of it too um correct uh, co- properly or not i don't know if it's because you're a female um because i females know. Do, do seem yes. to be, yeah do, females do seem to be a bigger target but the first time somebody sends me something because i've seen things come through addressed to me mm-hmm. and maybe to david and to dave hamilton and to um adam christensen you know just all, all mac people mm-hmm. and it really doesn't have anything to do with us it just we're in, in a little group mm-hmm. they're gone they're blocked mm-hmm. you know just as yeah. fast as i can block them they're gone yeah and and so that's i mean i kind of feel like it's it's similar to email you know I, I i just got something today from an organization i never signed up for about about home gardening all right now i am not a home gardener let me tell you <gasps> um and so what? yeah I know, i know I, I can kill plants with the best of them. Um, <laughs> and so right away, you know, unsubscribe, just, just get it mm-hmm. off. And if yeah. it comes back, then I will, I, I subscribe to um, same box, and right. I will th- throw it in the same black hole and it'll be gone for good.
2: But you but, have an
1: outlet for that. And on Twitter, I, I, I don't. Because on yes. Twitter, if I block somebody, they can go create a new account and come at me again, 10 minutes later. If, I mean, it's and, not even that long in most cases.
0: But to, but, but to your really point yeah if they really want to and like you said you know you need to make yourself a smaller target
1: no 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 i'm going to push back on that 100% i don't need to make myself a smaller target twitter needs to make the target smaller by making it harder to harass people if that's what your intention is to do
0: i it would agree it should
1: be harder to harass people It should all be. i did the reason the target on me is the size is the size that it is is because i am female and i am online period <laughs> And I can't do anything about either of those things because I am going to be online and I am going to be female. I am not a person. This is who I am. This is how I present. This is not, this is not changing. And as a, like, and I, and as a, as an example, I know a number of people who have, who, who are trans people who started out on one side of the spectrum and have ended up on the other. And those people have, every single one of those people has a fundamentally different experience on social media than they did before.
3: Period. Maybe for the better,
1: maybe for worse, but yes, all of those things. And it should be harder to harass people than it is. And anytime Twitter gets an opportunity to make it harder to harass people, they don't do it. And with this guy in charge, he is actively removing the few barriers there were to harassing people in the first place and that makes it worse. And I want to point, I just wanted to point out one other alternative that I think a lot of people could use and have and enjoy and appreciate. And that is micro.blog. And the reason I say that is because yes, it is a paid service, but one of the things we say here, one of the things I used to say over on daily observations all the time, is if you are not paying, then you are not the customer. And at micro.blog, you are paying because you are the customer. So you own your data. It's all your own. And the thing that you are paying for is the space that is used to host that data. And it works. It works. uh, Brittany, you were talking about like needing a server. You don't have to have a server for this. You go to micro.blog and you sign up and you give them a card number. And then that's, that's it. You're on the same network as everybody else and you get to see all the people that you want to see, and you don't have to follow the people you don't want to follow. It's a very similar mechanism. You follow people, unfollow people, and you can have the short post that goes out that people see in the app that they use to read whatever they use to read micro.blog posts, and it can link through to something longer on on your website because what you're paying for is a little tiny website of your own at an address of micro.blog, and then people can go read it. And if, if if Chuck is not interested in anything but what Brittany has to say about Star Wars helmets, he can just go drop that URL in his RSS reader and literally read one thing from micro.blog. But Brittany has a thing with her name on it that she can post whatever she wants. It can get shared out to people amongst the Star Wars helmet community. And they can all read it and be super excited about it. She could use hashtags. It'll be awesome. And that's it. And then you're done. And it works very similarly to Twitter. You have as much as you want. And then the rest of it gets, you know, click through to read the rest kind of a thing. If you decide that you have way more to say about that helmet today, or you just want to go, here's a picture of the newest one and that's it. And you're done. And micro.blog cool. is probably one of the most similar. Um, and then you, but you have to pay for it. Like it's not free. And I prefer that
0: we had a discussion about micro.blog. I can't remember if you were here, Kelly, it was either last week or the week before. Um, you know and and it is another viable alternative. And I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because it's it's a viable alternative. Another thing uh, a piece I saw today that um, Tumblr, I guess um, Brian Reynolds has left Twitter and gone to Tumblr and that caused a oh. big spike. Um, <laughs> now I was kind of surprised because I thought Tumblr was more of a blogging platform. The last time I checked in on it as then a social media platform, so I guess it just kind of depends on how you use it. You but, go
1: follow a bunch of other people, and then your timeline on Tumblr starts looking a lot like your timeline on.
0: Yeah, Tumblr's and, and like I'm,
1: halfway between Reddit and Twitter. I would say, like as a service, as a functional thing.
0: I and I don't know if anyway. it has um, an application or not. That you know, yes. like like a there's an app Yeah. Yes it, okay there's an app all right mm-hmm. David you're well, awfully quiet there's an quiet.
1: IOS app and you can you can feed it you know read it in your web browser or whatever yeah. you
0: want David you're awfully quiet um, you know you've been you've you've launched in touch with iOS and you've pushed it to its level of success using Twitter and Facebook where do you stand on the twitter situation and are you going to use mastodon or are you going to look for something else
4: Well, I mean, I, uh, Mastodon, I really hadn't explored it in quite a while. So I'll, I'll go back and look at it again. Um, I need to get more active on Instagram. I don't do that. But yeah, I've really been focused on Twitter and, uh, and Facebook. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, but then Twitter still keeps going. So, I mean, everybody's so concerned about it not being around. But the, you know, I see Elon making comments that uh, it's the highest traffic it's had since who knows when. Um, so I mean it's 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 still there, but um, you know the advertisers are kind of putting pauses on things. So that's 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 one thing that's happened on there, and and you know I think Whoopi Goldberg made a big deal. She's leaving because she was know, fed up with what the way things are going and sort of putting a pause on it, as like many celebrities are starting to do. So it's gonna be interesting but, to see where it goes
1: and what value of traffic. Like if what you're doing <laughs> is taking off, it, it is removing the piece of the fence that keeps the worst content and the worst of the traffic and the worst of the users out. And all anybody has is themselves and their wall of computers that they have spun up to be the bot army that they're going to use to come in and do whatever it is that they want to do. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of traffic, but is it traffic that you want? Cause it's not traffic advertisers are interested in.
0: That's true. Fair point. And Twitter Um, doesn't
1: make money.
0: (laughs) Not so far. Nobody
1: nobody, nobody yeah. seems to understand yet. Twitter is not a profitable company. It was not a profitable company before it changed hands. It was not a profitable company before that. You can go back, if Twitter's been around for 16 years, you can go back 15 and a half years and read think piece after think piece about how is Twitter ever going to make money?
0: Yeah. Mike in the chat room says, someone said Substack would be the least friction for media types, non-techies to switch to. I've never used it. Um, and so, you know, there's one more option. Um, it, so.
1: It, substack's yeah. not social though. Like it's email. It's, it's more it's or less email, email newsletter. It's it's like yeah. email newsletter. So like, if you are not a tech, if you are not a technical person and you want to make sure that you keep up with Kara Swisher and Ryan Reynolds and, you know, whoever, and they all, they each have a Substack, you sign up and then however often and it can be behind a paywall if you prefer. And, you know, um, Charlotte Henry, friend of the show, um, she has a sub stack and there is a paid there. There's a paywall on it. There are certain things that she offers up if you do not pay money. And if you do pay money, then you can uh, you can get additional content from her. It's very much the the Patreon dot com model where you know there's more stuff if you pay for it and lots of folks have moved to that over the last couple of years anyway because then there is no social media like i don't have to go risk having to go through a bunch of you know inappropriate messages or a bunch of stupid advertisements if i'm using the official twitter app and i can see exactly the stuff i want to see because i only let it come to my email inbox and then you know i can go read the parts i want
0: to read well and as mike said it's it's more for media types who have something to say and they want want a platform to say it as opposed to social platforms. And look, if you're one of those people that um, is political in a negative way no, or even in a positive way, you know, yeah, go start a Substack, and your people will find you. But you won't be polluting, you know, the the, the general pond overall. Right. So, you know, it's I, I guess the point out there, is, the point is that there are a lot of options out there for you to explore. Um, mm-hmm. I just I think it's really interesting, Kelly, You you brought up you know pro, Twitter's non-profitability, and it, for mm-hmm. a while Twitter was you know not the not the favored son. You know Facebook had become you know the hot thing, mm-hmm. and Twitter was you know kind of old and decrepit, and you know just not for everybody. And now all of a sudden Twitter is super important in everybody's eyes, and mm-hmm. it's, it's fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, Web and Eric, I wanted to ask you two. So many companies right now at least the ones i run into you know they have i don't know better not to say they have to but they do have twitter and facebook maybe instagram presences where do you see that in 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 6 months i mean do you think it's going to be necessary to be on twitter um the same way it is kind of necessary now
2: um sp- speaking for for my company um Uh, And I said this last week, I say what you want. Twitter is still the 800 pound gorilla in the space. Um, uh, It has the most user acceptance. Is it going to stay that way? That's hard to tell. Um, I don't want to get into an argument here, but I, I don't know if since Musk has taken over Twitter now, what, two weeks ago? Just about I don't know irritating. I don't know if if they've actually implemented a lot of changes I think there's a lot of uh, uh trial by social media and not actually uh, policy shifts that that Twitter has done yet um but th- to answer your other question yeah we, we're we're on all the different platforms corporately uh uh Twitter and Instagram and and Facebook and and if we have to pivot to something else I'm sure we will um but uh yeah right now like I said it, I just still view Twitter is, is the, the dominant force in the space. And okay. I, I don't see us leaving, going out of it. That could change a week from now. But but yeah, right now, yeah, we're stable.
1: The thing yeah. is, it's not. Like on paper, way more. The, the Western world is on Facebook. They're not on Twitter. And the number of people who are on Twitter and actively engaging in Twitter is portrayed as an inordinately large percentage of the world, primarily because the lots and lots of journalists are on Twitter because the immediacy of the information that you get, everything on Twitter is real time. Like you know, you can't really scroll back and see what was going on on Twitter yesterday. You have to rely on someone else's screenshots. You can't like, there's not really a lot of of history. Like you you jump into the fire hose right now and you look at it. And you look at it until you close it again and then you're done. And then whatever happens in the interim, you know, is, is off in the ether and and kind of gone forever. So lots of journalists will go on Twitter, um, you know, uh, and it it makes a good place for things that are happening, for things happening in real time. Uh, When protesters, for example, all get together and have a protest. And all of a sudden the cops start showing up. Somebody goes on Twitter and says the cops are coming up this street so that everybody knows how they can avoid it. That's the kind of information and coordination that will happen um, because Twitter has immediacy and that a journalist can be watching that go by and collecting that information or using Twitter to build relationships and build, uh, you know, reliable relationships with sources and things like that and be able to, to talk to people. And So journalists talk a lot about Twitter because journalists are on Twitter a lot, but like the there's a whole lot of the world that doesn't have Twitter, uh, doesn't care about Twitter, doesn't understand why people are talking about Twitter or showing things from Twitter as part of the news like it's a real thing that's happening. And that can be that can help make the reaction and what feels like the impact of Twitter really outsized. And that's not necessarily the case. So it's getting a lot of press right now because whatever Elon Musk is doing is going to get a lot of press right now. Like, do you know the number of articles that are going to come out if somebody sees him blowing his nose in public? Like, that's all it will take.
0: This edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon subscribers and Mac Voices After Dark. Ever wonder what happens before the Mac Voices live shows, or what happens when the show ends, or after the live feed closes? That's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations, uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall. It's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at Patreon.com/slash MacVoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. So, so I'm going to cut you off, Kelly, because um, Webb just threw a link in the chat room, and I'm just reposted it to the uh, the the YouTube chat. Twitter <laughs> revenue and usage statistics, um, which which are you know, I'm not going to try to read them all here, but I'll have the link in the show notes, folks, if you want to go and dig in. And but it's it for is last it, year. Well, it's it's for yeah. As much as it can be. I mean, it goes through re- revenues through 2022 um, mm-hmm. or part of 2022, obviously, We're yeah. weren't all the way through. But, you know, it's it's it, it's it's far from a failing platform. Let's put it that way. Right. You know, we can debate we can debate, you know, its relevance and why. But at the end of the day, I think Webb's point is well taken. You know, it is we can have that argument about which one is the, is the bigger gorilla, but it's still a gorilla in the room. Mm -hmm. And it's still, it's still important to have a presence there. Um, Eric, you didn't get a chance to respond to that. Um, what are your feelings um, on Twitter going forward?
5: At the moment it's a known platform and that's where people go to look for things or one of the places. Um, I think it depends on the age group. I'm finding, um, Younger people aren't on Facebook necessarily or on Twitter. There's a lot more Instagram. Um, I'm not even sure what the other sites are. I'm not (laughs) long enough to be out there. Um, So, depending on what the business is, I think they're not picking just one platform, they're picking a set of platforms and they're looking to see um, where. Where, where people are hanging out. So when students come in and they give feedback and say, well, how come I'm not hearing about this it you know on Instagram? Then all of a sudden there are a bunch of Instagram posts and it just kind of travels around uh uh base based on usage. And and I mean I one one kind of nice thing about everything that's happening with with Twitter and and Mastodon servers and all everything else is, now there's a big discussion about, well, where should we go? And people are trying a bunch of different things out. They will test it out. Um, certain places will get overloaded, um, but that experience will all kind of come back to wherever people migrate off to. And some people will be happy wherever they moved. Other people will come back to where they started. Um, but they will all have experienced kind of n- new ways of communicating. And I, I think that will be a benefit to to everybody wherever they end up. And I think a lot of the services will improve after this is all done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to be a little bit patient. I, and I... Wouldn't be surprised if some of those services then disappear at some point, and we get new ones. But I think that the the overall kind of experience and discussion about all of this is is good. It, it kind of things needed to be stirred up.
0: Good point. Good point. Brett, I um, want to give you the last word. We're almost out of time, um, but I want to make sure that you you get your thoughts in as to you know, especially for your audience and the folks you work with. Is is there anything about Twitter that is particularly good or particularly bad for um, the folks with ADHD?
3: Probably the same things as everybody else. I did want to make a quick note: uh, revenue and profit are not the same thing, and one of the issues with Twitter, regardless of how jerky somebody may have been in actually laying people off. But one of the criticisms of Twitter has been utilizing its resources for the amount of income it actually has. Yes. Um probably it was overstaffed. That doesn't mean you try to get out of paying them severance. Um if that's in fact one of the rumors that was true. Um <laughs> there's not the right thing to do. But like it how much profit it was making has been a concern for a lot of people. Um, I I think that the folks I work with have the same struggles as everybody else. It can be a gigantic rabbit hole trap, just like any other social media tries to be. And that's one of the marks of success. Um, as Kelly posted in the thing, active users, hours spent on the platform. Like that, what is that other than doom scrolling? Like once you get past mm-hmm. a certain amount, that, that's what it is. Yep. Um, it has the same dangers as anybody else. We lose empathy when we only hear our side or the most negative things from some other side. Um, We lose track. We feel like we're participating in um, in a cause, but really it's sort of armchair stuff that just causes arguments and well-meaning people accidentally causing big fights and lots of things that are maybe not the best for us as people, but does it also allow us to connect with people we wouldn't otherwise do? Yeah, it does. And in many ways, it's very similar to a lot of other um, social networks in that way is it has a lot of really, really good things and a lot of really, really bad things. And what do we need to do if we're going to engage to make sure that we are getting the positive things out of it and and trying to avoid some of the things that aren't so great, whether that's limits or filters or whatever it needs to be so that you feel like, okay, I'm making the connections I was hoping to make, but not. Losing myself to it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great points. So guys, I, uh,
3: I
1: just wanted to say really fast, track, I did go find some numbers. There are 2.9 billion with a B people on Facebook or accounts on Facebook. And there are 436 million accounts on Twitter as of January of this year. So comparison, like it's not even the same unit of measure. It's 400 million and almost 3 billion. Billion, so <clears throat> that part of that reaction being outsized, you know, yeah. Do people spend a lot of time on? Do people spend a lot of time on Twitter? Yes. So, like the the order of magnitude is the part that's different. And the only thing I would point out about that is, um, you know, everybody sort of had this crisis of faith a couple of times about MySpace. And remember, um, there's some goofball in college who's like everybody who has a college email address can go get on this like book face or something like great. Why would I do that? Everybody's on my space and look where we are now.
0: Yeah. No, again, there, there's so many ways to measure it, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's why I asked the question of where do you think it'll be in six months and how important advertisers are pointing out that's fine. You know, it's, but it's the users that are going to drive, whether it stays around and how popular it is. I have an idea. We will be revisiting this topic frequently in in the next few weeks. It just seems to be one of those things that won't go away. Um, let's go around the room, find out where you can these folks can be found and when they're not here, and then we'll uh, give you back the rest of your evening. Eric, thank you so much for being here. Roe, we appreciate you bringing this whole thing uh, and starting the big part of the second part of the discussion. Um, where can folks find you? Oh, muted.
2: And you're, you're muted,
0: Eric.
2: You're still muted.
5: I had I had a giant Wookie over here who was trying to growl and bark and make other sounds. Um, sorry, uh, I'm still on on Twitter, oddly enough, at EA Bolden. Um, although in my bio it lists a link that goes to um, my Mastodon instance. Okay, thank you, Eric.
0: Thank you. And hey, on that note, I'm going to ask anybody that's on Mastodon here on the panel um, if you're if I don't already have your Mastodon link in your bio. Please send it to me. I'll add it to your bio so folks can find you on whatever platform. Uh, David Ginsberg, I hope you're feeling better. I know that Thanks. you 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 were kind of half out of it tonight, but I appreciate
4: you trying to be here and uh, support us. Um, where can folks find you? Find me at uh, InTouchWithIOS, InTouchWithIOS.com, on YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash InTouchWithIOS, on the Mac Show, on the British Tech Network, on... Uh, on Fridays and uh, Twitter, I'm still on DaveG65 and at In Touch with iOS. Thanks, Doc. Thank you, David. Uh, Alka social cold. Trust me, it'll help.
0: <laughs> Coming, Gamont, Where can we find you? Uh,
1: you know that social media platform that that you want because you're giving up Twitter? I'm verso there. It doesn't matter. I'm on Tumblr. Yeah. I'm on Ma- I'm on Macedon at Macedon.social. social. Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Tumblr, um, micro.blog, um, David's show. Um, I've decided, David, that in touch with iOS is now a social media platform. Um, <laughs> so say we all. I know that's the wrong show, Brittany. It's okay. Uh, so you can find me most places as Verso. Uh, you can sometimes find me over on In Touch with iOS, uh, trying to derail David, but I'm nowhere nearly as successful with David as I am sometimes with Chuck. And uh, you can find me here on Tuesdays and occasionally over at The Incomparable, where I have been known to talk about Star Wars and uh, things like uh, Brittany's current helmet for those watching the video feed. Uh, you can possibly also find me over there talking about about. about weird the al yankovic story
0: great thank you and my condolences i understand westworld was not renewed sorry
1: it it was not it's a whole thing and i have a lot of feelings about it
0: i'm sure i'm sure (laughs) Mandori and Brittany smith um where (laughs) can we find you
3: only the microphone will actually pick up with the helmet on Uh, (gasps) doesn't it have the thing for your voice in it no it doesn't (sighs) it just looks really cool. It looks amazing. Uh, <laughs> if, in fact, you are on the Twitters, I am ADD Liberated there. And that is also my handle on YouTube. <laughs> um, and if you're looking for other things, Conquer.Consulting, um, I do want to put in a quick pitch uh, in, I don't know when this show's coming out, but uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, that one, is the International Conference on ADHD. So if that is something that you're interested in, there is, in fact, a hybrid option this year, in addition to people going in person. So um, some of those things can be consumed there.
0: Great. Will you be speaking again this year?
3: No. You okay. had to promise to be in person, and I was not ready to make that commitment in April of
0: 2022. Uh, yeah. Understood. <laughs> Understood. Hey, thanks for being here, Britt, you and your helmets. Thanks. Web Bixby, thank you so much for showing up. Um, I, I now know something about you. I did not know, A, that you had a posse or B that you had a printing operation in the basement. So yeah. I learned all kinds of things.
2: Well, and I, you can subscribe or or put in a uh, uh application to be part of Webb's posse. It Web Bixby on on Twitter, if you wish, if you're into that. So I'm also on Facebook if you want to go there, too. So uh, here again, Web Bixby at Facebook, uh, two words, or Web Bixby, one word on Twitter. Thanks.
0: And Instagram, too, I do believe.
2: No. Well, yeah, I am on Instagram, but I hardly ever use it. So I hardly ever check it. So
0: (laughs) Uh, question for you. Um, If we're going to be part of your posse, do we need to know how to ride a horse? No. Okay. Oh.
2: Although, although when I went to uh the the high school that I went to, we could either do a traditional PE uh, elective or we could do horseback riding, and I chose horseback riding. So oh, I awesome. I was I I jumped over things and I roped cows and all
0: kinds of stuff. So both that's English that's and Western. Awesome. So yeah. Okay. I got thrown off a horse at a young age, and so I'm not a fa- a now oh. <laughs> That happens all the time. So. <laughs> Well, not when the horse throws you up against a fence, but that's yeah. a whole other yeah. that's a whole other story. Yeah,
1: that's not
0: fun. Yeah, folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. It's hard to believe, but we do this every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we'd love to have you join us in the chat room at youtube.com/slash Mac Voices TV. We had a great crowd in there tonight. They were very engaged uh, for a while. They slowed down a little bit, um, but I think that was just because our our conversation was so scintillating that they they just couldn't even reach for their keyboards. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices,